check who's on the track next. Never half step like. What's up, everybody? It's Ronnie B, Pro 17 Thoughtcast Live. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the video once again. I hope you guys enjoyed yesterday's mega show. It was kind of quite interesting to do five topics at once, but let's get into today's topics. Um, got some interesting things to talk about. Today's title is Kyle's Revenge. If you haven't seen recently in the news, Kyle Rittenhouse is back. He is uh, going to be kicking butt and taking names, and I've got some stuff on that, some video and some interesting developments in regard to that. I'm glad to see the young kid doing well. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, I also want to talk about the uh, hashtag, don't say gay bill in Florida. Uh, this has been something that I've been wanting to talk about for a minute now, uh, but it, it, there's a vote coming for this, don't say gay bill in Florida tomorrow thursday the 24th so i want to talk about that uh and 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 what's really in the bill and give you another example of how the mainstream media and, and the social media people and all the hacks are liars once again and so we're going to talk about that and, and get to the realness of that and then the third story something kind of fun i was going to save this for the clown world chronicles episode five coming up very soon but uh i'm going to do it today it's about <laughs> the transracial uh korean guy somebody transitioned to being uh korean so not only can you change your gender and stuff like that you can actually change your race so listen for all of you people that want to be whatever you want to be today's society allows you to do so okay so uh we're gonna get into that at the end so again thanks everybody for checking out pro17.com please make sure you check out pro17.com slash merch got new stuff coming up very soon um, and for all of you on the audio only streaming platforms, please make sure to give this a five star rating and everybody else that's watching on video, please give it a thumbs up and like, and share with your friends. I'd really, really appreciate it. It really helps me out a lot. And, uh, so let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle's revenge. So unless you've been living under a rock for the last uh, two or three years, you should know who Kyle Rittenhouse is at this point. A young man uh, shot and killed two people in uh, excuse me in Wisconsin during the riots. And uh, he was getting defamed by Whoopi Goldberg and LeBron James and all these other people while he was in there. Because, again, the low information people never really paid attention to the story. They didn't watch any of the trial. So they would just constantly bash on him, calling him a white supremacist and a murderer. Never looked at the facts. He didn't kill any black people. He wasn't a vigilante going around just, you know, shooting up people like Call of Duty and stuff on the streets, which is the way that the mainstream media and the leftist media would have you believe that's what he was doing. Uh, all completely false. He was eventually acquitted, as we know. And uh, there was a big thing of all of us on a conservative realm and like people that are just truth seekers. We were wondering, Mac, man, is he going to sue these people for defamation? What's happening? You had the Nicholas Sandman case back in the day where he got a big lawsuit from from CNN. I mean, he won. I forget what the settlement was. It was a millions. And uh, CNN was was defaming the kid, calling him a, a, a white supremacist because he had a MAGA hat on and stuff like that. But that's what they do. You know, they want to they want to paint this picture of white people as being uh, uh, white nationalist and uh, KKK members and whatever. They think they could just get away with saying whatever they want to say. And it turns out uh, Nicholas Sandman got him for a gang of money. So after all this happened with the trial from Kyle Rittenhouse, 
Nicholas Sandman actually hit up Kyle Rittenhouse and say, hey, man, get your money. <laughs> and if you check my old stuff, too, I was like, hey, Kyle Rittenhouse, get your money. You deserve it. Because now he can't get a job. He's been defamed so hard by all these people that it's going to be hard for him to have a career. I mean, you know, because he kind of fizzled out after after his acquittal. He did his little media tour or whatever, and it kind of went away. But he's back in the news now. He was on Tucker Carlson uh, the other day, and he's making his in his uh, uh, his way around the other conservative podcaster circles lately. And he was talking about how uh, he has got a new uh, foundation called TMAP. So let's bring this up on the screen for you here. TMAP, the Media Accountability Project. So Kyle Rittenhouse announces the new project to hold the media accountable. So shout out to Kyle Rittenhouse. He deserves it, man. I think this is something that's going to be uh, very, very positive going forward. Uh, I think people are going to be running scared and running from the hills. Now, with well, a caveat to this is that, you know, defamation lawsuits are very hard to prove, especially if you're a, a public figure. We, we recently had Sarah Palin in the news because she was trying to sue the New York Times for defamation and stuff like that. But uh, didn't end up going anywhere, especially if you're a public figure like Sarah Palin. She was uh, obviously well-known political figure, so it's really hard to prove that. But in this case, it's a little bit different. And you already have the precedent with, with Nicholas Sandman that that he got the money, okay? And he was just a regular citizen like Kyle Rittenhouse. So he should be getting paid from this, I, I, would, I would think. So I want to get into the story. And uh, let's see what it what they have to say in regard to this. And I also got some video that I want to play in regard to this. Um, so Kyle Rittenhouse was on Tucker Carlson tonight. And let me skip all this stuff because I just kind of basically went through all that for you. But I want I want to show you this from Benny, this tweet, this Twitter post here. And if you were wondering what what defamation they actually did, Tucker did a great synopsis and a summary of all this stuff and this is on benny's twitter so let's watch it together and uh see what he's going to be suing for so for over a year media outlets in this country lied about kyle rittenhouse in an effort to have him put behind bars for the rest of his life they called him a white supremacist which he is not they told us he crossed state lines with an ar-15 which he did not and therefore he was a terrorist here's here's a selection and what does it say when a white teenager can cross state lines with a long gun, kill two people at a racial justice protest, and gets to walk away a free man? Now we're being told that someone can cross state lines with a semi-automatic rifle and kill people and say it's self-defense. Here's a 17-year-old who came across state lines with a firearm that he purchased illegally, driven by his mother. Self-defense on its face is not white supremacy, but traveling across state lines with an AR-15 to intimidate people is absolutely white supremacy. White supremacy. No one he shot was not white. Everyone involved in the story was white. <laughs> so yeah, uh, as you can see, that was just some of the stuff. The most egregious stuff was the, the stuff that came out of Whoopi Goldberg's mouth, calling him a murderous white supremacist. Also, Tiffany Cross on MSNBC calling him a murderous white supremacist. And uh, LeBron James, too, the same thing. So I hope that he sues the pants off of all of these people. Okay? And again, none of these people, and you saw the, 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 the typical list there of... of Race hustlers, Al Sharpton, the whole MSNBC cast, 
And again, Tiffany Cross. I have another uh, article here, and I think it has a little bit more in-depth stuff in regard to Whoopi Goldberg. But, you know, hey, Whoopi Goldberg is having a horrible quarter. (laughs) You know, she was just recently uh, suspended for the Holocaust statements and stuff, again, which I think she should have been fired for. You know, if she was conservative and she would have said something about Muslims or whatever, she would have been fired. But that's neither here nor there. And now, you know, this whole thing with Kyle Rittenhouse is coming back up. So, you know, they're in trouble. So Kyle Rittenhouse tells Tucker, we're going to hold everybody who lied about me accountable. Whoopi Goldberg, politicians, athletes, and more. All right. Um, let's see what he says here. I want to see the I want to see the Whoopi part. Okay, here's here's a here's a clip of Kyle Rittenhouse, what he's talking about, what he's going to do to Whoopi Goldberg and what his whole foundation here is about. And also, uh, oh, yeah, sick uh, from the Young Turks, which is a ridiculous uh, leftist podcast. All right. So check it out. Have to go through what I went through. Yeah. I mean, they tried to imprison you for the rest of your life. It wasn't coverage. It was advocacy. You have a lot of potential targets to sue yourself. Will you be suing any of these news organizations? And if so, when? Um, well, right now we're looking at quite a few uh, politicians, celebrities, athletes. Whoopi Goldberg's on the list. She called me a Get murderer her. after I was acquitted by a jury of my peers. She went on to still say that. And there's others. Don't forget about Sank from the Young Turks. He mm-hmm. called me a murderer before verdict and continues to call me a murderer. Interesting. And and what about the people who called you groundlessly a white supremacist, which makes it pretty hard to get a job for the rest of your life if you're a white supremacist? Will you be responding to them? Absolutely. We are going to hold everybody who's lied about me accountable, such as um, everybody who's lied, called me a white supremacist. Yeah. They're all going to be held accountable and we're going to handle them in a courtroom. Kyle Rittenhouse, I appreciate your announcing that tonight, the Media Accountability Project, and of course, we're... All right, so yeah, so shout out to Kyle Rittenhouse. And again, we need to see more stuff like this because the the, the fake news, mainstream media, especially CNN, MSNBC, and all these people, they think they, they just have a pass to say whatever they want to say. It's already bad enough that they lie on a general basis about the actual news and what's going on. But in this case, when you actually are going to, you know, destroy the life of somebody and destroy the career, the the future potential career of a young man who did nothing but defend himself against a pedophile that just got out of a mental hospital. it's, It's absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that, you know, they should be championing this, this, this young man, but that's why they're so corrupt and so dirty. And that's why I'm always doing things about the fake news media on pro one seven, because it's just like, why can they get away with this, this blatant defamation? And it's only to push a narrative in their own direction. By the way, on a side note, I think it was uh Laura Ingram or somebody yesterday was talking about the, the, Oh no, so excuse me. It was Jesse waters was talking about the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> The capitalist Black Lives Matter CRT people like Ibram X. Kendi yesterday, he did a great segment on the race hustling and the money that they make hustling people with the CRT stuff and uh, white fragility and all that kind of stuff. Because, again, all these people are complicit in 
holding on to this narrative of this white supremacist boogeyman in which they were trying to lump Kyle Rittenhouse in. So get them, get your money. I can't wait to see some further developments from that, especially against LeBron James and Whoopi Goldberg. All right. Uh, next story here. I'm going to be moving kind of quickly today. We got to talk about the, the don't say gay bill HR 1557. So speaking of fake news and all the lies that they tell, when you talk about the Democrat party and the leftist agenda, part of the leftist agenda is this transhumanism thing. Okay. All these, you know, man can be a woman, woman can be a man. I talked about before the hierarchy of the victimhood class that no longer are women really being considered uh, victims as much anymore because the transgender person is on the, the highest ring of the victimhood hierarchy. So if you are a transgender person, your rights now supersede a female, i.e. the swim team at Penn or what, whatever you want to look at. Even if you are a black person, you do not have as much rights and, and, and you are not really a victim in comparison to a transgender or a gay person or anybody from the LGBTQ community. Now, with that being said, you also have to look at the Democrat Party in general. And I've said this in the past as well. They are very, very smart marketers. When you go back and you look at the Voting Rights Act, the John Lewis Act, and all that stuff, the Right to Vote Act, they always name stuff in a way for people that are low information so they can go on CNN or whatever and say, hey, this is the, the Right to Vote Act. So who would be opposed against the Right to Vote Act? But then when you go in and you actually read the bill, you see that it's a bunch of bullcrap and they're lying, okay? Because they're saying that if you have to have an ID, that somehow that's discrimination, when really black people want IDs to vote, you need to identify who the people are. This isn't a strange concept. Every country in the world does this. The United States should be doing that, but they want to have this mail-in ballot system, but they want to, they want to put it under the guise and lie and say that it's because like black people need the right to vote because black people can't get identification because black people can't operate a computer. You know what I'm saying? So along those same lines here, they did the same thing with this. Don't say gay bill. Okay. Now, I'm going to bring up some stuff here from, from Twitter, and I want you guys just to see the blatant lies and the misrepresentation of people on Twitter and social media when you talk about the don't say gay bill, okay? Now, there's two things. They're either lying or they're just ignorant. And either way, it's still your fault. You need to be more informed about the things that are coming out and especially if you want to act like you're an activist about a, a situation as such as this. And this is the problem with a lot of Democrats on the left. They're ignorant. They don't really understand the depths of a bill. And all you got to do is do like I did. And I'm going to get into that in a second. You just go in, open up your computer, black people, because I know you can do it. Even though the Democrat Party thinks that you can't open up your computer, type in HR 1557, bring up the bill in Florida and read it for yourself. Okay. Nowhere in the bill does it say you cannot say gay, okay? But again, the the Democrat the, the Democrat Party always wants to paint the Republican Party and conservatives in this light of bigotry, okay? Transphobia, homophobia, 
this bill has nothing to do with that. But before I get into that and debunk all this stuff, because we are about the facts and not the feelings, let's look at some of the uh, the Twitter people that are against this bill and what they're having to say about it, okay? Um, Florida, you and suck. The hashtag don't say gay bill is an effing nightmare. Okay. You got... Uh, New law says that you can't say the G word in Florida schools. Hashtag don't say gay bill. Uh, Florida's don't say gay bill. Allies, they got uh, different corporations that people are trying to boycott because it says that. Uh, I was supposed to visit Florida next month. Due to all these homophobic, homophobic bills, they will not see my gay money at all. Don't say gay bill. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. We need an underground railroad to deliver innocent children from same-sex households. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't say gay bill. It's just more of the Republican Party's movement of fascism. Again, these people don't even know what the definition of fascism means. If they did, they'd be looking at Joe Biden and what he's doing with Big Pharma. In the United States of America, but they, they, you know, they ain't trying to do that. They ain't trying to look at facts. All right. Uh, let's look at a couple more before I move on to the actual bill itself. Um, do not let the don't say gay bill pass. If it does, vote out every Rathuglican in Florida. Every single one. That's actually kind of cool. Rathuglican. I like that. <laughs> uh, David Hogg, you know. Uh, here's a commercial you can share with your friends. Don't say gay bill. If we can get this trending, it would help put pressure on state legislators to let them know we are watching. Okay, so there you go. So you see, this is a uh, a homophobic bigotry, right? People do not, uh, these Republicans, these Rathuglicans, these, these Bible-thumping conservatives are really trying to oppress gay people according according to the people of what you saw on social media right now right that's what they're saying okay let's 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 go ahead and look at the bill because i because i don't think that sounds very good i wouldn't want to vote for that again i'm not in florida but i'm just saying since this is a topic of discussion right now in the news why don't we look at the bill because i want to see how they're oppressing all these gay people okay so let's look at it so there you go here's the seal you see up on the top here, Florida Senate, House Bill 1557. What's the name of the bill? Oh, oh, oh. What, is it, what does that say? Does that, does that say don't say gay bill? Or does that say parental's rights and education? Hmm. So it's not like the media would be lying to us, right? It's not like the, the Democrat Party... And the leftist agenda would be lying to the American people, right? They wouldn't do that, right? No. And all you got to do is go in there and look for yourself. So let's, let's, let's read the bill. Let's read it. So. Hey, can you hear me? Sorry, I'm, have some, I'm having some audio difficulties here. Give me a second. 
Okay, so parents' rights and education bill. So this is what is called the don't say gay bill. And again, this is just how the Democrat Party markets their stuff. They are genius when it comes to the marketing. All right. They, they really understand how to do this and play this game. But the reality, it's about parental rights and education. So parental rights and education requires district school boards to adopt procedures that comport with certain provisions of law for for what exactly? For notifying students, parents of specified information. Require such procedures to reinforce fundamental rights of parents to make decisions regarding upbringing and control of their children. Oh, well, that doesn't sound like what they're telling me on the bill, on the social media. That doesn't sound like that. Hmm. Let's read on. Prohibits school districts from adopting procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying parents about specified information or that encourages student to withhold from parents such information. Oh, so what you're saying is, is that you want to make it so that teachers can't hide stuff of what they're teaching to their children, that they have to actually report this to parents. Oh, oh, because it's not like the public education system would ever try to groom and push an agenda on our children behind our parents' back. They wouldn't do anything unethical like that, now would they? Oh, and let's get down here to the nitty gritty. This is the line here that everybody's getting mad about. Okay. Uh, well, let's no, let's just keep let's read the whole thing so we're very thorough here. Prohibits school district personnel from discouraging or prohibiting parental notification and involvement in critical decisions affecting students' mental, emotional, physical well-being. So what this says is that this bill will make it illegal for the teacher to discourage notifying the, the, the parent. So you have to notify the parent. And if a teacher tries to say, well, we don't, you don't have to notify your parent. You know, why, why would they do that? <laughs> because, because the state-run school system is trying to take away the rights of parents and indoctrinate them. This is why I say every episode, take your kids out of school. That's why I say this, because they want 100% control over what your child thinks, how they vote. You know, they want they want to take God out of their kid's mind. They want to take the, the, the patriarchy, quote unquote, nuclear family out. Right. They want to be the parents to your children. And who does that? Communist regimes. Okay. And here, here is the, the, the problem here of what they're having with, okay? Prohibits classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels. Okay? Now, this was rewritten because it's actually even more broad now because what they were trying to do is make it so that it's not for little children, because why are you talking about sexual orientation and sex in general to kids that are in elementary school? That's what this whole thing is about. The whole thing is about the parental rights and education. Now, if you, if you want to 
to talk about gay things, then you just have to notify the parents. So the parents have to give consent and say, yes, I approve of this curriculum for my child to learn about these things. But you have to give the parents a choice. The parents have a right to say yes or no as far as what their child should be taught in regard to these topics. But you see, they're all up in arms because they don't want to get parental permission. And why not? Because they're evil. Because they want control. Uh, the last part here requires school districts to notify parents of health care services, authorizes parent to bring action against school district to obtain de declaratory judgment, provides for additional award of injunctive relief, damages, and reasonable attorney fees and court costs to certain parents. So, did you see anything in that bill that says, uh, do not say gay? Did you see anything in that bill that was oppressing gay people or the LGBT community? No, you didn't. And this is why I stopped being a Democrat and why I left the left. Because they're liars. And all it takes... Black people, gay people, anybody else, just go, if you have a problem with any type of legislation on the books, go research it for yourself. Do your own research. Stop listening to MSNBC, which I forgot to bring that up. They had an article about it, about how homophobic this, this bill is. And as I just read the whole entire bill, you didn't see one word about don't say gay. It's about the parental rights to be able to control what your child sees. Now, if you are against this bill, it's because you are reprobate and you want to take the control of the parent out of the control of the parent. And that's why, and that's why this is evil. And this is full of deception. And that's what they do. They rename things and they market things in a way to make it feel like it's oppressing somebody. But in reality, they're just deflecting because they're the ones that are doing the real harm. And taking away rights, the rights of the parents. And again, if you don't want to deal with this kind of a situation, just don't put your kids in public school. And that's something that I've already learned. And uh, I've already taken my child out of school. And I suggest you do the same thing because they are never going to stop. They're never going to stop. Once they're already at a certain age, children have already been raised by their parents to a certain extent to where they can know what's right and wrong. But when a child is a very impressionable age, they can still be molded and teachers have a lot of influence over their mind and their development. And that's why you see this, this concerted push, you know, and, and especially in the elementary junior high school stuff, check all the pro one seven videos of how they are strategically trying to attack our kids mentally from a very small age in regards to the LGBTQ movement in regards to the drag Queens and regards to sex in general, they are trying to normalize pedophilia and all this bill is saying is that, look, you need to let the parents know. Now, if you are one of these leftist parents that agree with this kind of teaching, well, you know, really this indoctrination, then by all means, sign your waiver and go ahead and put your kid in the school. But the parents that disagree with this type of curriculum should also have the right to say, no, I don't know. I don't want my child learning this stuff in school. I want to be able 
to teach my child about sexuality when I think that he or she is ready, not when you say she's ready or he's ready, Mr. Public School System, an elementary school, third grade. You know what I'm saying? So, again, the Democrat Party are evil liars. That's a perfect example. Debunk anything that I said. Debunk anything the bill said. So when so when you see stuff on social media today and tomorrow, when when they vote on this tomorrow, and it's gonna pass, okay. And and you're gonna see the bombardment all over the news channels about how homophobic Ron DeSantis is and how Florida is anti-gay. I want you to remember this video and show this out to your friends. And uh maybe the light bulb will turn on and they'll get red pilled. Because uh, you know. The deception is, is, is obvious. And who's the father of lies? Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Moving quickly today. Now, this was a little bit of more of a lighter topic that I wanted to talk about today. At the end here, this is funny. <laughs> um, let's talk about the transracial Korean penis reduction. <laughs> Again, I, I was going to save this for Clown World, but uh, I was trying to find something else to put in as my third segment because I usually do, you know, three segments when I when I record. So um, I, I, I didn't want to talk about the Ukraine thing. I didn't want to talk about Joe Biden, Russia stuff, because I really don't care about any about any of that issues when we have our own problems here in the, at the border. So let's talk about this. This is this is pretty funny. This is something cool that we can end the, the live with today. Um, this is actually not a new story, but, uh, it, it came back up in the news. And I thought it was funny. So transracial spends $250,000 to look, to look Korean. <laughs> and then he touts penis reduction plan. Ask why do people get so offended? <laughs> um, so there's the guy. So this, this was a white dude that, changed his face because he wanted to look Korean. So he, he, he kind of like smoothed out his cheekbones and whatever. You see the nose there. And, uh, cause he wanted to look like one of those K-pop stars. I mean, geez, you know, I gotta pray for these people. <laughs> um, so a transracial influencer, Oli London was born a white male and British and has already spent an estimated $250,000 on surgeries to become Korean quote unquote. And is now plan to undergo penis reduction surgery to be a hundred percent Korean. <laughs> hey, my Korean people out there, man. Hey, why why you let them do you like this? So if you're Korean, you 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 got a little one. That's messed up. That's stereotypical, man. I want to see the Korean activists get out here and start picketing, man, because that is defamation. Okay, you gonna let them? You gonna let them hold you down like this? This is, this is, this is, that's messed up. Uh, <laughs> what do you say down here? He says, uh, I don't want people to get offended by this, but in Korea, the average penis is like 3.5 inches and I get trolled all the time. People say, oh, you can't be Korean. You're not a hundred percent Korean. <laughs> and uh, I just want to be 100% Korean. You told Newsweek in January, uh, I would even have a penis reduction. So I'm like the Korean average. 
That's how far I'm willing to go. I can have it done in Thailand. It'll cost between $6,000 and $8,000. Man, these people are like, how is that not mental illness, yo? <laughs> uh, London, who says he identifies as Korean as well as non-binary and prefers the pronouns they, them, or he, him, says that he's gotten intense backlash from people on social media who accuse him of cultural appropriation. Hey, I bet ain't nobody complaining about cultural appropriation when it comes to penis reduction surgery. Man. So uh, I had a little clip here. If you want to see what this guy actually does, uh, here, here here's a video of his uh, art, I guess, of, of being a Korean pop influencer. What's she gonna do? Korea boo is coming for you. Denounce my own. Now I'm sitting on the Korean throne. I'm the king of K-pop. My love took me to the top. Hey you, <laughs> what's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? Oh yeah. Hey you, what you gonna do? Scream and shout. There's no doubt. Korea boo is coming for you. What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? Hey you, what you gonna do? Scream and shout. There's no doubt. Korea boo is coming for you. I don't know at what point this becomes appropriate. Uh <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that, that should have been on the clown roll segment, honestly. But uh, I had to fit it in. And it's just like, man, these people are, like, mentally ill. You can't sit here and say that that's okay. I mean, I've heard of, like, gender dysphoria, but now we have racial dysphoria. Bro, so, so now, I mean... I don't even know what to say about the national average thing. If people are talking about cultural appropriation, hey, where are you Koreans out? Because I know plenty of Koreans. Home. I got friends and stuff that are Korean out here in Cali. Hey, you can't let them get away with this, man. Tell them, hey, don't don't be trying to say that that's cultural appropriation, that you got a three-incher. That ain't cool. All right? You better tell them to, like, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Let me get off the topic because this is, this is a little bit too much. <laughs> Uh, these people, these people uh, need help. You need Jesus for real. Um, anyway, so this is going to be kind of a, a quick show today. But thanks, everybody, for watching live. I know I had some technical difficulties. My wife had to come in here, run in here and tell me my mic was off. So I'll edit that for the replay to, to make sure that that's all up, up, up and running correctly. And you can hear. But um, thanks, everybody, for checking it out. Make sure you check out Pro17.com. Please like the video. Please share the video. And um Pro17.com slash merch. Check out some some mugs and some t-shirts that I have online. And if you're listening to audio only, please make sure to give it a five star, even though I had a technical difficulty, all right? So always remember, Pro17 stands for Proverbs 1-7, which reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool and don't be appropriating Korean uh, penis enlargement or reduction surgeries, okay? Ready to be out.